0: Hello everyone, this is Faheem Jackson and this is episode 112 of my podcast show, In the Know. This podcast is aimed at trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. I'm also using this platform to guide people and ask questions, try my best to answer these questions with my viewpoints of the world around me. The following episode is an introduction speech into the topic of today. And that introduction speech is regarding what is intelligent design? And where does it come from? There's this prevailing theory when it comes to intelligent design or when it comes to creation on earth. And that is that we are stemming from some sort of intelligent designer God. This has been a hot topic over the years simply because most of the world is religious. Since we have such a strong religious base, then I have a more religious viewpoint. Yet those once strong sentiments have been going away over the years. Well, at least I can say that much for the United States. So with that being said, what are, there are more people than ever before with an open mind into other perspectives. Those perspectives are looking deep into our existence as people and saying to ourselves, maybe there's another reason for us being on earth. The sentiment would be sacrilegious, but in keeping with an open mind, You have to acknowledge that maybe this could be a reality. So with what has been said, where does the idea of intelligent design come from? And is it more in alignment with our existence? Let's ask a few questions first. Like, what is Earth? This is a place many different species call home. It is covered by a protective layer of atmosphere, which keeps many living beings safe. But if we were to observe this planet from a more scientific perspective, it would be something like this. Earth is a terrestrial planet which spans roughly 25,000 miles in circumference. The majority of the planet is covered by major bodies of water where our aquatic life resides. These waters being the Atlantic Ocean, Indian Ocean, the Arctic Ocean, the Antarctic Ocean, and the biggest being the Pacific Ocean. In addition to these oceans, there are smaller bodies of water, yet just as important. Red Sea, Gulf of Mexico, the Mediterranean Sea, the Nile River, the Amazon River, Mississippi River, and the Great Lakes. There are seven continents in which humans and animals reside. These planets are North America. I mean, not these planets, but these continents are North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, Australia, and Antarctica. Antarctica is a rare place because little to no human life lives here, simply because it is so desolate and frigid, not much can survive. Of our continents are countries, states, cities, provinces that make up these continents. Places like China, Russia, the UK, and Brazil. States like New York, California, Texas, Florida. Provinces like Ontario and Quebec. And in there are the cities like Cairo, Sydney, Berlin, Seoul, Tokyo, Johannesburg, Toronto, Madrid, and Paris. So as you can see, theirs is pretty vast. But that's still not it. Because there's humans, plants, and animals, which we will get to in a little bit. There are microorganisms that occupy Earth as well. What are plants on this Earth? When we observe plants on Earth, we have to acknowledge the many different uses of plants. One of the main uses is having to do with the conversion of carbon dioxide into oxygen. This oxygen gives humans and animals the ability to breathe on Earth. But wait just a minute. Plants are living, breathing organisms themselves. Does that mean when we cut down these trees and shear lands that they have fillings? We wouldn't know as people because it is impossible to truly gauge this type of emotion. But plants aren't just cut and sheared for building infrastructure. They're also good for the nourishment of our bodies as humans. Now, are there any additional uses for plants? The answer to that question is yes, they do. Plants also play a vital role in the treating of pain and illnesses. For instance, the same poppy fields where the narcotic heroin comes from are the same poppies used to make a drug oxycodone. This is a pain reliever drug. Although this pain relief drug does not present itself without problems that come with it. But I'll leave that for another episode. So as you can see, plants bring more than just window dressing for our landscape. Well, what about animals' uses for plants? Because there are the herbivores and the carnivores. Where the herbivores are more of the plant eaters. These are the animals which roam the wild. That we are not afraid of. Which lead us into the next topic. And that is animals. What are they in this world? What are animals? Animals are the species that have been on earth almost as long as plants. Well, they have, relatively speaking. These creatures evolved just as much as humans have over time exist for what reason? We still don't know. It's just what took place over time as microorganisms took form. But animals have served also as food source for many human beings. That's right. Animals are part of the animal chain for people. Now, when looking back at animals away from people, animals have a commensalism relationship with each other. An example of this relationship is sharks and plankton. Plankton feasts off the meat on the teeth of sharks. This also keeps the teeth clean as well, in addition to the plankton. In addition to this, plankton hide from predators this way as well. And that's what's so great about animals, that they have such an amazing ability to work with their surroundings, to exist in their habitat. Well, what about man? This is the area of nature that I can understand the most. And the best reason to explain this is that I am human myself. Understanding myself is to understand the people around me and nature at its best. We are these carbon-based life forms, which took millions of years to evolve. And what is interesting is that there is evidence to prove that our brains are expanding. This information points to the fact that humans are still evolving. And since we are evolving, what shall happen as a result is that we become better adapted meaning we tend to live longer when better adapted to the surroundings. Our health care becomes better and infrastructure grows. Now let's go back to the adapting aspects of life. For this next section, it would be about climate. What is climate? Our planet, Earth. There are five major climates from around the world. These five main climates are tropical, dry, temperate, continental, and polar. Now, as for the tropical regions of society, how many places from around the world make up this type of climate? the Americas, there are quite a few places like South Florida, Mexico, the Caribbean, Central America, and most of South America. Then as you cross the Atlantic Ocean, you have the entire continent of Africa. Moving across the globe, you have the continent of Asia, where the Middle East has tropics and Southeast Asia as well. And next there is the continent of Australia, which consists of the entire continent as tropical. Now we focus on the dry areas of the world. These areas can be found in the tropical zones. These are places with little rainfall. In North America, you have the desert in the United States, great western regions in Nevada and Arizona, Mexico in the north, as well as the entire northern region of Africa. Let's also not forget parts of the Middle East. In the middle region of the continent of Australia. Next come the temperate climate, which are the zones located in Canada, throughout Europe, Northern Asia, Japan, like Russia and North and South Korea, and the very tip of South America. These are places which typically consist of all four seasons, like, for instance, the Midwest of the United States and parts of Europe. Lastly, out the polar climates to the north, very south of the globe, these areas have cool summer months and very cold winters. There's no vegetation, which with thick layers of ice covering the lands. Now to the area of who made life. This is an interesting area of interest that tends to cause a lot of controversy. What is God or was it God or something else? Well, here's where we explore the aspects of religious views versus scientific. Because observing the world from just the perspective of one side is just too close-minded. Now, on the other hand, hearing that God created Earth in six days, then rested on the seventh day, is very far-fetched. Then what is the real way in which the world was created? Because you have to believe in either the scientific or the religious view. I'm going to believe the alternate view, which is that Earth was created by aliens, which is something I have heard people say in the past. But is God real? So we've never had proof that there's a real God. We just have the inner belief that God exists. And what's interesting is that man has been looking to the sky since the inception of our existence. So does that mean we are being that was created by God? Or does it mean that people have always looked to something greater than ourselves and looking up is just an automatic reaction? Because we have cave drawings of human society from early times. And with these early civilizations, they've had some form of religious faith base. These are also cave drawings which show people and how they worshipped. And now we need to get into that real area of the episode, the intelligent design. What is intelligent design? The definition of intelligent design is the belief that evolution could not have been the reason for humanity and the world's existence. There must have been some sort of entity that created everything that is above evolutionary theory. So what is meant by intelligent design? Because it sounds to me more like a religious viewpoint with a pseudoscience overtone. What is interesting is that you don't hear too many religious people saying that they believe in intelligent design. So what is the purpose of connecting to religion when they don't embrace it? Maybe with so much going on in our world today, especially in America, where the idea of religion seems to be going away, the need to embrace a new method is important. But how will the masses take in intelligent design? Well, we have to be able to understand what intelligent design is. Because I have a theory as to what intelligent design might be, and it is right on the nose. What if the intelligent designer is a god? I have a theory about intelligent design, and that is that intelligent design is god. We don't want to alienate the people who truly don't believe, so it gives people a reason to listen. Because the term intelligent design makes more sense to the person who is of scientific mind. Yet science states more of an evolutionary viewpoint. But opening the door to appease the scientific community will alienate the religious base. So let's look at my viewpoint. Now, from where I'm standing, intelligent design is just another way of saying God created Earth. It allows people the opportunity to talk about God without all the controversy. But does it? Because you're still saying that God is not involved. So religious people are still going to shy away from it. They're going to say, why would we stray away from God for the sake of expediency? Now the scientists, to me, might be more inclined to have the conversation regarding the creation of life on Earth if this was the case. I think there has to be something scientific regarding Earth that took place. Is the Big Bang it? I don't know. Maybe a theory will come along later that will challenge this. Yet spirituality is a part, is a present, because no matter what time period you go into, the distant past, all civilizations look to the sky for answers. There has to be something said about that. So, with this end statement, why we have to understand intelligent design, I've never really been that much of a religious person. But it has been an interesting topic to cover, simply because its impact on our society. The words of man written inspired by God just seems a little far fetched. That would ruffle some feathers with a lot of people who want to believe that God created everything. But I'm sorry, I can't help the way my mind works. I am not here to crush the idea of religion. I do still think there's a place for a faith base in our society. The reason being is because we gain a lot of productivity in society from people having the faith to get up in the morning. Yet we have to understand that the world is rapidly moving in another direction. Well, at least in the United States, it's moving in another direction. So, thank you for listening to this episode of In the Know. I'll be bringing you another episode regarding religion. The next topic will be asking the question, does society need God or do we just need ourselves?